Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. about life without judgment. We take a look at society, we examine it, and we allow for the possibility of something new, something different. And now, here's your host, Alan Ritter. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of An Emerging Forest, and this one happens to be taking place on November the 17th, 2019. If you are out there and you are listening live, you are very welcome to join us on this uh, podcast. Uh, I call it the radio uh, because it is live. Uh, it's a different kind of radio. And the number to call is 646-564-9714. And I'd like to uh, bring my friends on. Uh, one of them is a uh, relatively medium-length uh, friend, and that's Dave Miller. And one of them is a new friend of mine, uh Shara Lupa Glover. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, Alan. So, Cheryl, would Cheryl, uh, you have some things to talk about tonight, and I usually uh, try to get new uh, guests on the show. To first, um, you have you have some things that you're some events that you're going to present. So what we would like to give the audience is an idea of in a in a very short time span, um, sort of what you're going to talk about and what the events are that you want to talk about and some contact information for those events so that if someone only listens to the first three or four minutes of the show, they can get an idea of what the show is going to be about and whether it's something for them. 
sounds great. Um, on November 22nd, which is uh, this coming Friday, I'll be giving a workshop on a deep emotional release. This workshop basically goes into your energy. And it goes on the premise that this energy is stuck. So, for example, I've gone through a trauma, and a lot of other people have gone through traumas. And when you go through a trauma, the energy gets stuck. And not only do you need to release that energy of it, you also need to get through the emotion of it. And the emotion is what keeps it stuck. So we have a method of using sound where we can release the energy in the chakras, we can go very deep into your psychology and in a very short amount of time using using different sound therapies from one chakra to another, use the actual frequencies of those to break up energy and to move you forward to, uh, you know, come to a new place in your life. I surely did that, and it wasn't until I found this method that it moved me from a very deep psychological space to something that was opened up and free and open and uh, actually changed my life. And this workshop is being held in Middletown, uh, New Jersey. You can find that workshop on touchmotherearth.com slash events. And... um, and other workshops that come after that. But this workshop in particular on Friday night is a very deep process, and everybody is welcome. And um, uh, we have other workshops after that. Go to touchmother.com. You will find um, a list of the workshops there. Okay. Um, So that's touchmotherearth.com for to find those events and it's basically this coming Friday and uh, you said there's a sequence of uh, more workshops after that yes okay this workshop is at 7 p.m. and uh, we would really like you to RSVP so if you go up on the workshop and click on the event um, let us know you're coming we appreciate that and um, the number of workshops coming up in the future um, include uh, some sound healing, some uh, drumming events. We have, um, I'm, you know, I mean, don't you think we should start with who I am and maybe, maybe we get some background here. Okay? So I'm a Reiki master right. and I'm a channel. Yeah. And so we have workshops coming up in Reiki and some uh, Different. I just finished this weekend, for example, doing a Qigong workshop uh, where we very um, deeply touched down into the plants that we were planting this weekend, chestnut trees. And we did a, a Qigong workshop where we could literally get into the energy of the plant and of nature and channel that energy through us so that we go into movement and help move ourselves forward and we come into communion with the earth. And other workshops that we have up, um, normally uh, every quarter I do psychic self-defense workshop 
and I do a Reiki workshop. And one of the um, workshops that I love to give is something I call the emissary. And the emissary came from a workshop of channel that I did over 15, 20 years ago. And in that channel, I was given a new methodology of healing. And so the emissary, I do that, I do that workshop about once every six months. And we pass this method of energy here. It's very similar to Reiki, but it's not because it's an interdimensional type of energy. And that workshop will be coming up probably in the spring. Um, we don't have it exactly scheduled yet, but it will be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you for thank you for that uh, overview. And uh, in in your mind, how how did you get? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if you came from a uh, a normal job set, setting, or how did you get to where you are now? Well, it's very interesting. Um, I was brought up in Judaism, and I studied Judaism, and I didn't really find anything that I was searching for in this specific religion. And uh, I went to the University of Southern California, and I have a master's degree in philosophy of world religions. So I was searching. I was searching all over for different religions, for different um, ideas to believe with, and to understand what is the nature of the universe. And in trying to understand the nature of the universe, two things happened. The first thing that happened is I was assaulted at school, as I said I was studying for my master's degree. And as I was studying, I was basically kidnapped. Um, I was assaulted, and I was uh, taken in my own car and held at knife point. And during this whole incident, uh, I was with the person. I, I believe I was an atheist. And somewhere in the middle of that process, something clicked with me. Um, and um, I started to feel a spiritual feeling. I started to look over at my rapist, and I started to, you know, see wings. I started to see a different idea of what the universe was about. And in, I decided to try to save my life, so I tried to fight this person and ended up stabbed. And I had a knife wound. Uh, basically, it went from my heart, um, and I lost consciousness. So I wasn't aware of the rape. I wasn't aware of the stabbing. The next thing I knew is I woke up and uh, there was a California Highway Patrolman who was opening the door and telling me to lay back down. He's got an ambulance coming. So when I got to the hospital, um, they put me, um, I was laying there. They were trying to do whatever they could do. Uh, they started to lose me. They lost my blood pressure and uh, they started to lose my life at that point in time 
it's at that point I had an experience where I went through what I made and found out was the veil. And when I went through the veil, the prophet Elijah, which I later found out also, um, was there. And he said to me, you have two choices. And your two choices are to come with us or you can go back. But if you go back, you can't be a victim. Everything has to change. Everything you know has to change. You can't go back and do what you've been doing. And at the time, I had a husband who was violent towards me. I was literally a beaten wife. And then here comes this rape experience. And I looked at him and I said, you know what, I'm going to go back because I don't want, I want this life to change. And at this point, the Elijah uh, put his hand on top of my head and gave me this energy that was nothing, it was an experience that was nothing like anything I'd ever experienced. And I was in this light and in this energy and as um, it, it was equivalent to what I felt as he was downloading information into my head. And I believe truly that when I channel now, it comes from that download. And it came to the point where I could almost speak on anything. It didn't matter after that what the topic was. Um, spirit would speak to me and I would know what to say. Spirit would answer questions for me. It was almost as if, um, literally, it was before many computers. There were computers, but not many. Um, but it was it was like a download, literally, into my body. And and when I came out of that experience after I fought through the trauma. Um, later on, about five years later, I would find my channel and I would find um, the divine presence and I would find my spirituality and I would find my power as a woman. Um, the initial trauma wasn't easy. I carried around a 75-pound German shepherd and a gun in my pocketbook and um I went into karate lessons. I have a black belt in karate. Um, and um, all of those started to empower me. And I got rid of the you know, abusive husband and changed who I was and how I stand in the world. And went through um, a lot of different programs. I became kind of a workshop junkie. I took everything. Everything that was everything, everything about self-improvement I could find, anything about um, uh, how to access your own ego, your own consciousness, how to raise your consciousness. I took courses in uh, metaphysics. I took courses in, um, you know, Reiki and psychicness and, and everything. And the interesting thing is it wasn't just the channel that popped up. I was a born psychic. 
Okay. I, as a child, I always was psychic. I always knew and, and what was going on, and I could always see things. I could see ghosts, and I could feel energy, and I'm a natural empath, so I could feel other people's emotions, which is what actually led me to be a victim because I did not, not know how to protect myself from other people. And I also didn't know my emotions. As, as an adult, as a uh, grown woman after like 40 years, I could finally figure out there was a difference between my emotions and others. This is why I teach the class Psychic Self-Defense. I teach empaths and other psychics how to defend themselves from feeling energy. So after I went through the veil, I wasn't just my child psychic. My psychicness went, you know, from maybe it was 50 to about 80. It jump-started me to where the universe looked different. I wasn't going to be a victim anymore. There wasn't anybody that was going to make me a victim anymore. I was going to find the strength I need, whether I was going to find it in my divinity, in my divine self, in my consciousness, in my ability to control my body through karate, whether I was going to find it as a channel or, um, you know, as just using my natural ability of strength, I was going to find it. And I did. And it took me a long number of years. And through that journey, uh, you know, I, I love helping others who have had that same experience. So I do get, uh, as a Reiki master, I do get a lot of students who have gone through this same type of trauma. And I help walk them through it. And that's why that workshop that is coming up is one of the workshops that I took for self-help. It came from the Pathwork Center, pathwork.org. And Pathwork was a five-year journey where it was a psycho-spiritual experience where we walked through the psychology and the spirituality. And I do believe those, those mean it's not just mind, body, and spirit, but it is a matching of your soul with your psychology. And I just explored at that point in time. And then about 10 years later, the channels started to come where I would channel the ascended masters and the archangels. And I started working with the angels and I started working with a number of different masters, but Elijah, I found, was still my guide. And so in working with Elijah about 10 years ago, I wrote a book called Creating from the Soul. And the reason it's creating from the soul is if you look at the first part of my life, the first 30 years of my life, you will see that I created from my ego, I created from my victimhood, I created from my weakness, I created my life from what other people wanted me to be, and I became, you know, their doormat, literally. And so the journey to creating from the soul came that I would talk to Elijah 
and in the book, I channel him, and I wrote down what he said. And so there's two pages where Elijah um, gives us his wisdom. And then I took his wisdom and I analyzed it. I repeated it in terms of psychology. What is he saying? What do we need to do to grow? What do we need to see? What do we need to do to manifest? Because I knew what manifesting from the ego was like. And manifesting from the ego got me a knife in my heart. It got me beaten. It got me pushed down. And I knew in my heart, you know, that I was better than all that, but I had no way of climbing out. It wasn't until I hit bottom in that experience that I could start moving forward. And so when you create from your soul, you create beautiful relationships. You create not from your ego, but from what the universe needs. You create courses that other people need, not what you need. It's not about you, but it's about what does the universe need here. And that's kind of the trick. You know, one trick, and I call it a trick, but that's not a very good word. But one, one step, let's say, is to create, change your consciousness. So in my earlier life, I was, had such low consciousness. I was so unaware that I couldn't use my psychic gifts, as an example. I could not do anything with them. I would just flood myself with knowledge but as far as relationships, they failed. Every single one I had failed, from my relationship to my parents, to my relationship to a friend I struggled with, to my relationship with um, my ex-husband. Um, all of those failed. Not necessarily, well, for one reason, I chose incorrectly. <laughs> of course, that's one reason for failing. But you, I chose from the ego instead of choosing from that higher self. So in Pathwork, we learn about that higher consciousness and how to move from your lower consciousness into higher consciousness. And when you create from a place of your higher consciousness, you create beauty in the world. You create a spiritual existence, one that honors the earth as well as honors the soul. You create from a place that is not so that you gain things, but you're, you create from a place of, well, I gain by helping other people. There's a conduit there. There's a path there to that higher place. And when you create from the soul, it's not just, okay, what house am I going to build? you know, where am I going to live? You know, what job do I want? But it's more about what am I going to do with my life that gives back to the divine presence? What am I going to do in my life that makes a difference on this earth? What am I going to leave as my legacy? How am I going to help people that helps them see that what I went through isn't something that they necessarily have to go through. But if they did, that there's a way out there. They don't have to, you know, live a life that is in regret. 
how do I how do I live a life that shows people that you could always start again and again and again and again. You can keep starting, and it doesn't matter how much you've been knocked down. It doesn't matter how much you've been through. You can take those steps, and you can move that forward higher and higher and higher. So in my book, I describe how you gain consciousness, but also how you take steps up to gain consciousness, how you move through them how you are aware of what you were doing. And I made it a kind of workbook. It's, it's sometimes difficult for people to work through because when you're working through it, it's about, you know, 50 years of psychoanalysis in um, a 100-page book. And that's because you have to look inward. All of it is about looking inward so that you look outward. Anybody so how, can people get, how can people get a <laughs> copy of your book? Um, they can get it on my my personal website, which is New Thought Kabbalah, and that's hard to hard N E W T H O U G H T Kabbalah K A B B A L A H dot com, or they can buy it on Amazon dot com or BarnesandNoble dot com, or they can just uh, message me on Facebook and uh, we could do it that way. Um, but, that, you know, that's a good question, how you can get a copy of my book. But more importantly, also, um, how did I get to Kabbalah? Because we started the question, Alan's question was, you know, what was my upbringing? And, and I brought in the Judaism, but how did I get to Kabbalah is very interesting because, you know, at during that journey and before I wrote my book and after this trauma, I found a philosophy or a tradition. I, you know, it's questionable what Kabbalah is. It's both a spiritual journey and a practice and a way of living. And um, when I found Kabbalah and the correct pronunciation is Kabbalah, for those of you um, out there that kind of know, um, I found a method that brought together some of my childhood upbringing with how I really believe. And a lot of what I believe in is, is a tradition called New Thought. Okay, and there are a lot of New Thought churches out there. And so I brought, my website is New Thought Kabbalah because I brought together those two traditions and those two philosophies into one and that's what catapulted me to my book because my book is kind of a combination of new thought philosophies Kabbalah understanding um, raising higher consciousness and um, actually a lot from the Pathwork Center So in somebody getting your book you mentioned it's a workbook and I also see that it's a manual in obtaining a master's in consciousness. Could you describe that? Yeah, um, I can. Um, basically, it's, it's, I believe, and Kabbalah believes, 
okay, and so does New Thought, that we're here on this earth to ascend. And I hate using that word because it's, it, it's a lot of loaded stuff out there with it. But let's say instead of the word ascend, we use the word, we're here to raise our consciousness, climb a ladder. And I like to use the tree of life for that. Okay, because the tree of life takes us from the conscious world, okay, where we are um, on the ground, which we call Malkut, okay, up to all the way up to Keter, where your higher spirituality would be, where God would exist. And so in the book, with the help of Elijah, of course, I describe that climb from where we come from to where we want to go. Now, people always ask me, am I going to ascend in this lifetime? And, you know, I can't tell what you're going to do. I can't even tell what I'm going to do. But all I know is it's a path. The journey is a lifetime. We're living the journey. And that journey is one step at a time. And so we take, we go to from consciousness, we go from not understanding anything we were about. And that was me, okay? I just let people beat on me and I let people, you know, do whatever they wanted to be, literally. I did not stand up for myself and I did not understand any of that. And then we go all the way higher up to what I call, you know, the, the path of the mystic. And the path of the mystic is to walk straight up that street, tree of life and to become this spiritual, you know, um, raised consciousness, um, ascended being who could actually, you know, do magic. And, you know, it's, it's Merlin and, and everything else. And it's Jesus and it's Elijah and it's Moses and it's any biblical, and it's, you know, all the biblical characters and all the ascended masters. And somewhere in between is our struggle in life. We struggle first to control our ego. So, in my book, we talk about the ego and what do you have to do to tame that ego and what do you have to do to do an exercise to move yourself through it. Okay, so, you know, okay, so now you're working with your ego. Well, well what happens there? Well, then there's that inner child, that inner child who is very hurt, and you go back to these traumas that almost everybody has um, of some sort. Why? Because life isn't perfect, okay? Parents aren't perfect, and I know uh, as a parent, I'm not perfect, and, you know, we kind of, you know, pass this on from one person to another. And so how do we get to that, and how do we heal from that? And there are certain okay, exercises uh, Cheryl, that Cheryl, I give. I need, I need to Hi, Cheryl. I need to interrupt right now. Um, Hey, folks, I need to take the break right now. So we'll come back to what you were just talking about after the break. Um, And the song to lead into the break is Dave the Bard's Howl and Toe. See you all after the break.
Tune in to International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tuatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time. Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. 
we hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now, back to Alan. Welcome back, everyone, and my guests have joined me. Um, please continue, Cheryl. Sure. So I think I was talking about my uh, book and wanted to uh, talk a little bit more about how I started channeling and how Elijah started to come to me. Um, it was... The strangest experience, um, I started going to some channeling groups and uh, different hearing different ascended masters starting to come in. But when Elijah came in, I realized who Elijah was because remember in my early trauma, I had said that it was Elijah that was through the veil that I had recognized. And so in this one-on-one relationship with him, he started giving me information on raising consciousness, on understanding how we climb that tree of life, uh, first being looking back at uh, childhood traumas, uh, taming our ego, uh, starting to see how we communicate and how we think about things, how we uh, take a step towards others or away from the, uh, uh, others, how our relationships are, how we relate to other people, and how we don't relate to other people. All of these on the steps to higher consciousness were aspects of that. When we start to look at it, uh, the aspects of consciousness include our understanding, how well do we understand what others are going through? How do we feel their pain? And what do we do when we feel their pain? Do we just feel their pain or do we reach out, help? And so the analysis and the journey was in understanding the kind of the peace parts of the ladder that we're going to climb and how to get there and where we are on that ladder and whether we're stuck. Um, my theory is that if you're here on earth, you're on the ladder somewhere. You haven't accomplished it. And we, um, you know, and until you ascend, until you pass over on that and you don't need to come back. But if you're here, you're because you need to be here. So um, uh, I think we were talking about uh, channeling also. It's a very interesting process when I started channeling because first I just sat there with the energy, and the energy was similar to that of being on the other side of the veil. And at some point after going to channeling groups for a number of years, the voices started to come through and started to speak. And I started to realize, uh, or people were telling me, that the ascended masters would speak first. So I would, 
I would channel Jesus. I would channel Elijah. I would channel Moses. I would channel Buddha. And I do a workshop called The Ascended Masters Speak, where for a two-hour presentation, the Ascended Masters bless us and come in in about 15-minute sessions and speak on whatever topic they wish to speak on. And um, then I started doing the angels speak, where the angels can come in and speak and and share the platform, so to speak, um, and and talk about current things. And it was through the channels that and channeling Elijah that I was given the motivation to write my book. Is kind of all coming together. It was the client to consciousness. It was the information coming from the spirit world through the channels. It was my studies in the Pathwork Center. It was my studies in a number of different workshops. It was going to New Thought churches, and it was studying Kabbalah and um, really delving into the world of Kabbalistic knowledge and Kabbalistic mysticism. It's really funny because, well, it's the why. It's not, it's not a religion. It's not about religion. It's the why do we do certain things in certain religions. And it was really all about the mysticism behind it and that connection of our soul. And there was one truth in all of it that uh, I just kept coming to no matter what I did, and that was we are all one, we are all connected, all religions are correct, everybody's got a piece of the truth, and that's all we need to do is raise our consciousness enough to see which truth is speaking to us and to embrace that truth and to embrace the universal concept of love. But when you embrace that universal concept of love, that's all it's about. That's what ascension is about. It's the ability to have unlimited, okay, unconditional and un, unbridled love. Can you give us some Anybody idea of how they can contact you? Sure. Um, you can contact me at uh, newthoughtkabbalah at gmail.com, which is my direct line. Um, it's co-producer of Touch Mother Earth. You can find my workshops at touchmotherearth.com. And um, I prefer, you know, I, we talked about my trauma. And what you all don't know is it left me deaf. For the most part, I have no hearing in my right ear because I had a concussion. Uh, my head was pummeled during that. So I lost my hearing in my right ear, and I lost half my hearing in my left ear, which now I only have 25% hearing. So I prefer that people do not call me. Okay, I'm on a microphone, and I'm on a special hearing aid that allows me to hear uh, through my cell phone, but it is limited. So I prefer people email me. Okay, and I I'm really good at email. I can come back 
like really quick. But either of my websites, either newthoughtkabbalah.com has my email on it or just newthoughtkabbalah at gmail.com. I know that's hard to remember, but touchmotherearth.com is easy, and you can get me at Cheryl at touchmotherearth.com, and that's C-H-E-R-Y-L. But I would like to talk about um, my readings, okay, Chris? It's one thing to have my workshops, which are channeled, and each one changes. So if you went to one of my workshops, and it, it will, the next workshop, even if it's the same topic, would be different because I don't teach. None of this is me has nothing to do with me. It has to do that I'm channeling spirit, and it is spirit that speaks. And in my readings of uh, where I sit down with somebody for 45 minutes, um, I do a channeled reading where I channel your spirit guides. I channel your past lives. I channel your angels who are going to speak to you and help you. And um, some of it is about um, a past life that you need to know about in order to help your current life. Like be stuck in a rut, as I was, for example. I was stuck in that. That's why that trauma happened to me. And um, these channel readings, though, they're uh, very one-on-one. That's all I do is hold your hands. I don't use cards. Um, I don't need tools. I just, it's just you and me and spirit. And we spend that 45 minutes talking to your guides, your angels, the ascended masters sometimes. Um, And again, sometimes they bring me to past lives. Sometimes sometimes it's what you don't think you need, but you do need. So um, I, I can't even describe it sometimes because it's something that has to be experienced and something that is, it's different every time and it's different for every single person. Is that done at your location or do you also travel? Um, mostly it's done at my location, but I do do, like I'll do uh, a psychic party, for example, and I'll do them in 15 minutes that type of thing. But if it's local New Jersey or in Florida in the winter, um, in the months of February, March, or April, we, you know, then there is either location, but somewhere in those states. Uh, can you give some other idea of how, what other type of workshops you have done? Sure. Um, well, first of all, I'm a Reiki master, and I was I studied with Diane Stein, who wrote um, "All Women Are Healers" and "Essential Reiki." And um, so, I do give Reiki classes. Um, I talked a little about emissary. Emissary again is is a very odd type of healing, but stronger than Reiki. Um, it's not for the faint-hearted but it is for those healers or those people who want to be healers or those who are drawn to it, who are drawn to a more esoteric type of healing because it's multidimensional. So it impacts you, um, like we were talking about, your higher consciousness level, your spirit, your soul, um, in and your body, and um, it lifts you up into different 
a way different dimension, almost what most people call out of out of this earth realm type of thing. Um, I've done teachings in I teach uh, Qigong, um, which I studied, and uh, I teach it in terms of how we connect to the earth, how we connect to Mother Earth, how we connect to the trees and to the rocks, and we can harness energy from the earth and give back to the earth and we move in a circular motion as we give to the earth and we grab from the earth and it creates a energy circuit that allows us um, untold amount of energy to get moving and to do the things that we need to do. Um, I teach uh, psychic self-defense. I have taught um, psychic surgery which is mostly a meditative type of thing. We're not actually doing surgery into people, but I'm helping people who uh, to move energy through their bodies and to move light through their bodies in order to create a healing. And it specifically goes into very deep organs and things, so I call it psychic surgery because I help you get the energy, for example, like into that kidney, into the heart of where you might need it. Um, I've done um, a whole bunch of different channeling classes. Uh, like I said, it's Scented Masters Speak, um, the Archangels Speak. I do a specialized St. Germain class. I do a, a sensual uh, channeling class. I teach a channel class. I teach a psychic development class. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, trying to think of what I haven't um, taught. Um, I teach a Kabbalah class. Uh, I teach a number of different Kabbalah classes. I have taught a year-long class in Kabbalah to a select number of students where I took about 12 students through the tree of life to raise their consciousness. In fact, that's at, was at the culmination of that class that I wrote my book because we literally walked through the tree of life. And um, I teach the uh, central Kabbalah, but I also teach a uh, esoteric Kabbalah where we use music and um, divine sound uh, to move us to the higher realm of uh, Kabbalistic um, spirituality. So there's a number of different Kabbalah classes taught in there. And that's You've essentially mentioned... the... Well, that's quite a list. You've mentioned a couple terms that people may not uh, be familiar with. One is the Ascended Masters and also is Emissary. Can you expand on those? Okay, I, uh, I really can't expand on the emissary because, but I can tell you how it came about. Okay, um, many, it, um, we're down in uh, South Jersey or Middle Jersey and stuff, and in Red Bank there's a store called Earth Spirit, and Joycelyn Midas is one of my mentors that helped me channel. And we were at a channeling group, and she started channeling, and I started channeling, finishing her channeling. We both channeled the same entity, and we both started, she started channeling, I finished the channel. And we named this entity the emissary, and one of the students actually named it. And it's a multidimensional being, meaning 
it's a spiritually ascended master. Well, and I, I know I have to explain that. That is not from this planetary system, but is from another planetary system. And that doesn't make them, you know, from Mars or anything. It's just that they are spiritually offended in a different system than we are. So it's kind of hard to explain what that is because we don't 100% know it. That's all I know is that uh, the healing is incredible. And the channel for the emissary was the emissary came in because they recognized we needed a diff- different level of healing. In fact, they said our planet was toxic and what we eat was toxic. And there was so much toxicity that we needed a different spiritual level of healing. And so they came over into our system to help us get rid of that toxicity. Okay, so let me go back and talk about what are ascended masters and what is it we're actually talking about. And so I mentioned Elijah, and I mentioned some biblical figures, okay? So one definition that people would put on an ascended master would be somebody of biblical proportion, okay, who has lived through this earth and mastered the level of higher consciousness up the tree of life. So, you know, we have some good examples that have, uh, that religions have been built around these people. Um, the, probably the most famous being Christianity. So they built a religion around Jesus the Christ, okay, who in my book would be an ascended master, somebody who mastered their time on earth and then raised themselves in consciousness and then helps people in the spiritual world raise their consciousness. Another one would be the prophet Elijah that I work personally with. Another would be, as, as an example, Moses. Another would be the Buddha. Another would be Saint Germain. And there's a whole list that goes on and on and on and on. Um, and do we know exactly who is ascended and who isn't? No. We know a number of channels that channel these beings, and they speak of being ascended. And that's all that really means is that they're communicating with us. They have access to the spiritual realm. They have access to, you know, unlimited wisdom and, and to the history of the ages, and they can help us. And they're extremely helpful because... They felt pain. They know what it is to raise a child, to birth a child. They understand what it is to break a leg. They understand what it is to die. They understand what a broken heart is. They understand what, what loneliness is. They understand what disease is. So they have lived the human tragedy, the human pain, the being human, and yet they're up in spirit. So they're the ultimate coach. 
ultimate coach because they've been there, they understand it, they understand human emotion, they understand anger. We don't even understand anger. But they understand anger because they've lived through it and now ascended, they're looking back, okay, to assist. They're the ultimate coach. And so we rely a lot on those ascended masters to give us information. And that's why the download in my head from the trauma that I experienced, the new death experience that I experienced is, uh, you know, just huge amount of information. And it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. At the same time, for example, when you speak to an angel, an angel has not lived on the earth. They don't understand the human experience. They don't know what pain is. They don't know what we've experienced. So when you, the angels speak, it's from their realm and how the world looks for them and them looking down to assist us, for example, in doing miracles would be a, as an example of that, or understanding miracles or how we can do miracles, which is a famous um, channel that uh, my angel, the archangels love to speak through me on, and how we create our own miracles, but they understand a portion of the cosmos or a portion of the metaphysical um, phenomenon that, we don't understand because they live in a different realm. Like we talked about um, uh, the emissary being multidimensional. The angels are in a different dimension than we are. But the ascended masters have lived in both dimensions, both the earth dimension and both that upper dimension. And so who else would you want to coach you but them? Alan, do we have anybody online who wanted to speak with Cheryl? Uh, we have a listener who does not want to be on the online. Okay. So touchmotherearth.com will list how they can find you on upcoming events. And uh, should also mention in 2020 that Touch Mother Earth will be producing a festival, which you will be co-producing. And what is, what is the festival about? What is the goal of the festival? What kind of workshops or what, what happens at that? Well, this year we're trying to focus more of a, uh, our connection both to the planet and to our spirit. So we kind of cover, you know, and it's a cliche, mind, body, spirit. And so I hate to say that. But we literally want to look down into the energy of our planet. We want to look how we're protecting, how we are the governors of the earth. We're the inheritors of the earth. And we touch that, that Mother Earth literally to save her, to love her, to embrace it. And we want to do workshops on how we can embrace 
that concept and be part of that. But at the same time, we are spiritual beings living in the earth and we want to embrace our spirituality and we want to know that we're raising our consciousness and raising our consciousness to know what the planet needs and raising our consciousness so that we understand that we are all one. The biggest issue I see of there being a separation is that people think they're separate from each other. It's their egos. And so this year we want to bring a festival together where we touch Mother Earth, we touch our souls, and we bring those both together. And we're talking about different cultures. You know, how do we bring in together the Native American culture and that spirituality, you know, the uh, Chinese culture and understanding what is, you know, the, uh, what happened there, the African shamanism and understanding how we are one and how everybody touches the planet and touches our soul and touches our spirit and brings all that together. And we want to look at all cultures and bring that together as one so that we understand we are one. We are one planet, we are one peoples, and we together as one can make a difference in this world. As a friend says, we all bleed red blood. Yeah. So you have a workshop coming up this Friday, Deep Emotional Energy Healing. Can you give us a description of the workshop again and what people could expect? Sure. Okay, this workshop it, it comes from the fact that after years of working on my psychology and the spirituality and everything else, I still had energy stuck in me from a trauma that was 20 years old. And how do we get that energy out of our system and how do we heal? And no matter how much therapy you're going to, to go through, you're not going to get the energy out. So we have to move the energy at a different level. So what this workshop does is it uses sound and it uses meditation where I will do the sound and they, I'm no, I will do the meditation, and, and Dave Miller will actually provide the sound. And um, we will go through each chakra. So, for example, if we're doing the lower chakra and we're doing the drum to that, and the lower chakra is about safety. It's how safe we are, how we're connected to the planet, how our environment, it's the red chakra, and, and, and it's about you know, are we safe in this world? It's the one that I wasn't safe in, as an example. And so by using the drum and certain movements and certain, certain meditations, we're going to unstick that energy in that chakra, and we're going to go from one chakra to, to the other, all seven. And I, I do want to mention I do 12 chakras, and it is one of the classes I do is the 12 chakras. It takes us all the way up. But in this class, we're going to stay with the seven chakras because we want to release the energy from it. And we're going to use music and um, certain sounds okay, to dissipate and get at the energy that's been stuck in everybody. And everybody has it, just in a different percentage. And that workshop is on the 22nd, starts at 7 p.m. It's in Middletown, New Jersey, and you can find it on touchmotherearth.com. Is there anything in particular people should bring with them? 
either uh, a notebook yeah. or journal, something like that? Or uh, Yes, bring a notebook or journal and dress comfortably. And if, it, it, while I'm saying this will include movement, it doesn't really include anything more than walking around a room. So if, and so if you have trouble with mobility and you, you know, you don't want to walk a lot, you can also sit and move your feet and your hands and we can work with that. So don't think it's like exercise. It's not. It's uh, less exercise than my Qigong class. So you should be fine. But yes, please do that. And we do um, a community tea afterwards. So if people want to bring things, we have a lot of fun after. So plan on staying uh, for an hour after and talk, meet, connect, commune. Ask questions. Sounds like it allows for some processing as well. Yeah. Ellen, do you have any other questions? No, I you don't. got her started the first half hour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to thank you. Uh, Cheryl, is there anything else you want to bring out uh, the audience would want to know about? Um, I have a big Facebook presence, and so you can get us on Facebook at TouchMotherEarth.com or TouchMotherEarth, and also at New Thought Kabbalah has their own Facebook page also. So you can, um, you know, that's a great, Facebook messaging is really good for me for somebody who's hard of hearing, so feel free to message me on Facebook. Beautiful. You've definitely covered a lot. You're a great person to have and interview. You know your subjects, and you're very confident. So I want to thank you for taking your time to appear on the show. My pleasure. Thank you both. Thank Thank you, you, Alan. Have a good night, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, have a great evening. Uh, my name is Alan Ritter, and I can be contacted at R-I-T-T-E-R period A-L-A-N 88 at gmail.com. You can be on the show uh, telling your story in a future um, episode. Just uh, drop me an email. And as always, uh, I encourage you to engage your passions And even if it's five minutes a week, um, that turns into hours of engagement and changes your life. So please do, you know, what your heart wants to do, uh, even if it's uh, a very short period of time and uh, the doors will open. Have a great night. Uh, Have a great week. Please, if you can, go to the uh, workshop this coming Friday. If it calls to you, uh, please uh, get in touch with Touch Mother Earth and uh, and make arrangements to be at the at the workshop. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us 
seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid.